Yo, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy Trav BZ, aka Motivating this thing. You're tuning into another episode of Motivate TL. You got my girl Mo over here. What's up, guys? <clears throat> I feel like my voice sounds a little crusty. <laughs> <woke> <laughs> I've been napping. Wake it up, wake it up. But I'm here with you guys today. Love y'all. <laughs> what up, though? What up, y'all? Thank y'all for tuning in, man. Shout out to everybody that tunes in on a regular basis. That just shows love, retweet, repost, all of that good stuff. Thank you. We appreciate you. We can't do this without you. Keep sharing. Keep telling a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. About motivate you. <laughs> so we're gonna get it started. Jump right into some motivation. The motivation for today is just about starting over. Don't be afraid to start over again. This time you're not starting from scratch. You're starting from experience. Let's learn from our mistakes and let's make it worth our while this time. All right. So don't be scared to start over. I done had to start over a few times in these streets. I didn't have to start over definitely. And like you said, it's. You're not starting over from scratch ever because once you fail, it's just adding to your base palette of knowledge to right. build from. One thing you're going to know for sure is not how to fail again. And that to, same way. <laughs> that same way and what to avoid to keep from failing again. So, yeah, don't be afraid to start over. Sometimes you got to let go of the toxic habits, the toxic people, just toxic situations. So, yeah. Anybody thinking about starting over, go ahead. Take that jump. We're about to get into 2020. And don't be trying to wait for the new year. You feel me? Which gets us right into some things. Like, I was at work today thinking like, yo, October, we're going into the fourth quarter of the year. My uh, favorite quarter. You know fall. what I'm saying? Fall. We're about to end the year off strong. And I was just kind of thinking like, the year before last I had like this whole New Year's resolution. And then last year I was like, people was at like, what's your New Year's resolution? I didn't have one. I'm like, man, I'm trying to make a lifestyle change. Um, my birthday is in September, which is the ninth month of the year. Anybody knows, you know, with numbers and everything. But even with pregnancy, nine is like new. You know, you have a baby for nine. You keep the baby for nine months. So I believe it's birthing season. So I allowed it to be my little turn up phase, you know what I'm saying, kind of think of everything and then going into October, it's birthing season, it's time to birth what I want to happen in 2020. So I just kind of wrote down some things that, just some suggestions, some motivation as to what you can do to prepare for 2020 as we go into the fourth quarter. Number one, think about where you want to be this time next year. Mo, if you had to say where you want to be this time next year. Off the top of your head, what you want? I know you want to Off the top of my head, this time next year, I want to be the fuck (laughs) ASAP. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever that means, right? (laughs) Out of here, though. That's what that means. I want to be out of here. And I feel it, though. I know you've been working on the crib, though. I definitely want to be in my own spot. For sure. Um, I definitely want to be... Coming into a new tax bracket as well. Feeling it. Feeling so it. Level up on these the two main things. I'm doing everything in my power to learn everything I can at work and make my being there just more valuable. Yeah, I am an asset to this company, so I need to be paid what I am worth. Yeah, absolutely. 
And I don't need y'all to think twice about it because y'all see all the seeds I'm planting in the ground. Special. So, yeah, that's really. What but about you? In a year, which is what I was about to say, um, because it's one thing to know where you want to be in a year, but it's another thing to know what it's going to take to get to where you want to be in a year. So, for me, within the next year, I want to, going into 2021, I want to be fully into some of my entrepreneur ventures. Um, I started some things a few years back that I had to put on hold uh, for several different reasons. Uh, one of them being getting so far away from my vision. So now I want to actually hop into it and just run my business fully. So I definitely want to at least have the ball rolling on that. Um, it's going to take a minute to build it up, but definitely want to have some things structured this time next year and you know, have a good head start on my goals for 2021. You feel me? I'm trying to transition on into this next level. You know, not, I don't, my job don't necessarily have a promotion or do I want the promotion? Actually, yeah. I probably could get a promotion, but I, that's not, it's not worth investing it exactly. your time. It's not effort. worth investing my time. So, you know, respect to you. This is what you got your degree in. Thankfully, out of college, you got that job. And it's good to see you doing your thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I commend you. Because that 4 o'clock in the morning will never, ever. And I'm trying to get the fuck ASAP <laughs> from that schedule. <laughs> Yo. It's really starting to take away my youth. Like, and it's starting to affect the people around me. Um, just, I work with an old lady. So, 4 in the morning is perfect Perfect for her. for her, right? I got this lady at my job. She be up there at 4. I'm like, lady. You have no life. Can't be. She's like, yeah, I'm in the bed by eight. Yeah, that's how this lady is. I'm like, I text you about me not coming to work the next day. You didn't respond. She was like, well, you weren't feeling good. And it was already eight o'clock. So right, lady, I didn't think I should text your phone. At least nine o'clock. At least yeah. give a nine, <laughs> nine o'clock. Because she's probably in the bed at seven. Right. For real, for real. Knocked out at eight. So, you know, even in regards to that, though, some other points I got going to kind of help you with that. My next point is don't dream or think small. Go big or go home, yo, in 2020, man. Let's just go big. Like, a lot of times we doubt that where we want to be is too big for what we can see. Um, I try to look at it like this. When we think about things that are too good to be true, we often like to say that, you know, this might be too good to be true. But when we serve a God that, you mm. know... The God that we service is here too good to be true type of God. Like, think about some of the miracles that, you know. Have got you here today. Have got you here today. You feel me? So, you just got to think big. And you also got to know that the bigger you think, the more work it's going to take you to get there. But it's going to be all worth it. You know, get into that next tax, tax so, break. with you saying that, that kind of got me thinking about the house thing. Because coming back to Georgia, I could have never imagined me going out and trying to purchase a home. Right. But then I'm like, you know what, Morgan? If you could get in an apartment and be paying eleven and twelve hundred dollars, you can get a house. And people want you to think your dreams are too big so that you'll never fulfill them. But they're not. What they are gonna be is a little bit more difficult. Exactly. Because if they weren't Everybody in these apartments will be having houses. Having houses, exactly. But it's going to take a little bit more sweat. It's going to take a little bit more disappointment. It's going to take a little bit more sacrifice of me living 
somewhere that I don't want to be Thanks. to get <laughs> to the big reward. And, you know, I'm so at first I was like, I don't want to tell nobody that I'm looking for no house. Because what if it don't work out? Right. What if it's not this year? What if it's not next year? What if it's in five years? I can't be worried about that. Exactly. And, too, when it comes to stuff like that, you have to be realistic with yourself and the people around you. You know, it's okay to say, I might be doing this. or Hey, it's going to take you some time because you, you don't know how long it's going to take. You can think that, okay, I'm going to just go apply for a house. No, you got to build your credit. That that takes time. You got to save up money. That takes time. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like it's all about the people you're around, too. And like you said, thinking you can't be afraid to think big. If the people around you are small-minded people, then it's going to be impossible for you to really think big because they're constantly going to say, they're constantly going to make you feel like, your goals are way too far to be reached. Right. And it's like, yo, you're not, we're not on the same page. You know what I'm saying? So those are those, that's those toxic relationships that you have to let go just to, or at least distance yourself from. You can still kick it with, you know, your people. But And I'm, I'm so that kind of person. And I'm so glad that I come from a family that thinks big and thinks that, oh, uh, somebody just turned me around. Oh, I done prayed over that already. You feel so, me? <laughs> so, I ain't even worried about getting turned around right now. Because you don't know what delay you could be getting that could be setting you up for something bigger exactly. and better. And that's how you really have to look at it. Because sometimes things don't work out for you because God was protecting you from something. You know, that you just... That was going to totally catch you off guard. You know, that's how I be... Like, when... If I'm late for work, you know, you might miss a whole accident. Yep, you know I mean, that too. Like, like, it's a reason that I, I walked out three minutes late. It was somebody tired who popped it, that could have yeah. been right in front of me yeah. or this, that, and the other. So I try not to be thinking, dang, I left my phone at the house. I got to go back in. Right. I'd be like, nah, some, some, I don't do that usually. Something blocked, uh, you know, exactly. that situation. <laughs> uh, for example, the Young Nudie concert, I yeah. was so excited about going to it and it ended up getting canceled. And I'm like, at first I'm like, dang. Then I'm like, you know what? Some real shit could have happened at that concert right, right there. <laughs> but that's like the, the, the mindset that I looked at it in. And I like, fuck, you know, but whatever. Yeah, now nah, you got to be optimistic about it. So my next thing was, man, I just, I kind of mentioned it just now, but, you know, just a death to New Year's resolutions, man. They only last for a few weeks or the first of the year. It's like you do it. Not even like, the whole 30 days. Right. Not even the whole 30. It's like you get back. So the key to avoiding that is to really start changing your lifestyle now. And again, be realistic with yourself because you're not just going to wake up tomorrow and you're a totally different person. I saw somewhere before it takes 21 days to change a habit or something like that. Mm -hmm. So if you get into the habit of it now, going in, going out of this year, by the time the new year comes in, you're already, you know, changing that lifestyle. Some of that stuff could include whether it's changing your diet for next year, changing your, Child. you know, <laughs> we got to cut back on the taco Tuesdays. <laughs> no, it's, it's tough, you know what I'm saying? It's tough changing habits. And what's funny about that is, you know, you get so caught up into your lifestyle currently that you don't really realize you almost start feeling like you're not yourself when you're evolving, not realizing you're making a better you. Like you don't want to be the same person next year that you are today. You want to, you want to evolve and you want to, 
you know, just view the world in general different. So I know some of the things that I I definitely got to get back on my workouts. I definitely got to start, you know, changing my eating habits and trying to get rest more. Like, I'd be so tired. Like, <laughs> I've been drinking, like, coffee more this month and just, like, I need more natural energy. So, you know, not really resulting to coffee or resulting yeah, to this stuff so in general. Ever since I've been having to get up so early, I've been doing the coffee thing, which would be cool for me if I could drink black coffee. But I have to put so much cream. See, and sugar I can drink. I drink that joint straight. And I'm just like, this is double bad for me. Like, <laughs> yeah. I gotta, I gotta figure. Because coffee itself isn't necessarily bad, but like you said, if it's just straight black coffee, that's one thing. But I just had to really train my mind to just. It's kind of like drinking beer. When you first taste beer. Beer wasn't the tastiest thing in the world, and now beer is just beer. But it definitely takes, you know, time to switch up the habits. But it's not who you are. You don't have to focus on who you are. You know, evolving is a part of life. Evolving is an important part of life. So level up. You feel me? It's just all about leveling up. Level up, level up, level up. All right. And other things, including just kind of sacrificing things now going into next year. Uh, For instance, turning up, spending money in general. You know, cut back on that. You know, do some stuff in the crib where you're chilling and you're not going out. I mean, if you plugged in like Mo, you can go sit at the bar and... Get get a little $8. I, I went to a little Mexican spot with Mo. Like last week, my dog on tab was like, it came out to be like $8. I was like, so did she put my drink on your tab? It was like, nah, she just didn't charge you. So, I mean, that's different. Yeah, y'all know me. <laughs> Everywhere I go, I pretty much, I, I build a relationship with people. I come, I meet somebody I like, and I come see them on their days. And people fuck with that. And that shit, like, the girl we went to go see the other day, I hadn't seen her in, like, a year. But she remembers. Right, right. Like, that I used to come see her every Tuesday at Prickly Pear. Right. And I used to fuck with her. And even now, I got, like, three or four spots in the city that I can go to and can drink good and walk out at a... Ten dollars, eight, ten dollars tab. So build, build a relationship with people. Build rapports with people. Yeah, that's real. It will go a long way. Because even outside of the bar, like if you saw her anywhere else in a professional setting, you already one up. You know yep. what I'm saying? They say we like one or two people from people you want to meet. That's like yeah. a big deal. You feel me? And it's just important. It's just important to network, man. Next year, let's work on more networking and just out, being outgoing more. You know what and, I'm saying? You know, being out and going out is all fine and dandy, and I'm not going to knock it because y'all definitely going to see me on Insta Story turning up. Right on. But let's try to go to some different stuff. Yeah. That you can meet a different type of people, that you can meet somebody that can literally help further you or whatever. Like, and my friends can attest to this out and stuff like that I'm not always where the music is the loudest mm-hmm. I'm, I might go off somewhere and talk to the two random I don't want to sound mean but maybe the ugliest guys in the room right? just to see like what do you do how yeah. did you get to Atlanta right. da, da, da. and a lot of times people be like Oh, I got my own company. Exactly. Oh, da, da, da. Now, you know, like, yeah, now you done built a relationship. And then I'm a woman, so 
motherfuckers be happy people are even conversing with them. So now you drinking and this and that right. and, and building a rapport. You are everywhere I go and my friends always crack on me like, oh, Morgan just over there talking to the strangers again. Yeah. Or but it, ta- it takes that for sure. Like sometimes, like there have been events that I've went to and I was nervous about going because I didn't have nobody with me or I didn't, but it's like, I know how outgoing I am. You get you a drink in your system, yo. Hey, it is what it is. I mean, everybody don't have an outgoing personality, so I get it. Um, but at the same time, in order for you to get to that next level that you want to be, you have to. It's so important that you step outside of your comfort zone. You know, you don't grow in comfort zone. So that was basically some of the points that I wrote down today. Um, next year, let's focus our turn-ups on celebrations. Have a reason to turn up. You know, Not just because it's fun. Not just because it's fun. You feel me? Or you... <laughs> Oh, my day was bad. Let me go turn up. Like, you don't want to put yourself in that state of depression, turning up or resulting to something outside of just being high of life. And that's where I'm trying to get to. I was talking to somebody this week and I was sharing that it feels good when a person can say, how are you? And I can say that I'm great. And that's actually how I feel. Versus two it's years not just a fake response. Exactly. Versus two years ago, I used to be that guy. It's like, yo, I'm cool. I'm straight. I'm trying to make it. I'm trying to. And I... I found myself saying that so much, and I was like, yo, that's I'm crazy. Not good. I'm not good. And my, I had to, um, I got a brother that stayed in Orlando, so I took some days off, and I literally just went down there for like a week. And he straight up asked me, like, bro, what is wrong? Like, are you okay? And I'm like, bro, honestly, I'm not okay. Like, I don't know what's wrong. He's like, yo, just talk it out. I talked it out to him, and he gave me some options. He was like, well, you might have to move back home. What I'm not going to do is... <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I'm not gonna do. Yeah, this ain't. Thanks for throwing that. Thanks for throwing out that there. out there, but it's out the window. And like I was like, nah. And then it's crazy because the same phase I was in, I went home, and I feel like I needed to reconnect with like my roots, my family. I feel like I was getting so far far out of who I was as a person. I went home and spent like a week talking to my aunts or my uncles and stuff, and really like hearing them say something. I was talking to one of my aunts, and she said the same thing, like. Maybe you just need to come closer to home. You got Augusta, you know, Charlotte. Oh, no. You got Riles like, nah. Ain't hey, shit happening in none of them. I was like, good advice, but uh, no. I'm going to figure this shit out. You feel me? And I, I made it my business to really figure it out. I had to really kind of just say, all right, Trav, you may not be, you may not got the job that you want to have, or you may not be in a position, but it's stepping stones. You know what I'm saying? You kind of got to take a step, lock into one thing, build off of that move on to the next thing and that worked for me you know I made it my business to say okay I'm going to be faithful to my job I'm going to be consistent I'm going to go to this mug I'm going to focus I'm going to grind and God I'm putting it in your hands like man I ain't going to be putting in this work and you don't look out for you boy and hey it and look at you and look at you you me look at me so yeah that's what it is man we're going into the fourth quarter so that's just my encouragement my inspiration my motivation to everybody that's listening I just hope that you know you can take some of that and a year from now, we can have some of y'all on the podcast because your business is booming or your, you know. Hey, don't try to steal my bit. You live, <laughs> you live your life out here in these streets. So, um, I just want to talk about something we've kind of gotten a little bit away from is what have you been listening to in these streets? Mm, we did get away from that. And I've actually been listening to some new stuff. Well... I've been having to learn so much music for so many different, yes, for events. I had that event last week. Um, How did that go? 
it was actually dope, like really dope. I was I was actually kind of nervous about it. It was different for me because I'm so used to performing, turning up, but this one was intimate. It was acoustic vibe. It wasn't really like this whole jumping around on the stage type of thing. I actually had to sing, sing. I heard y'all practicing my song, uh, uh-huh. Yeah. So many people that I know they just trying to touch it. That hey, knows right now. Hey, get up and roll up and fill up. Hey, get up and roll up and fill up on you. Using time to fill it out. Yeah. Nah, we did. Uh, we did like a a group thing with that song. Uh, it was pretty dope. Like the two the two chicks that I was with, yo Emma and Shari. Shout out to them. They sung their ass off. I can't even lie. And I wouldn't have done the event had they not been able to sing for real, for real. But we're actually putting another one together around Valentine's Day. And, you know, I'm going to definitely go a little harder. Yeah, you know, I'm going to go a little harder at pushing it. (laughs) Valentine's Day is on a Friday. So we're kind of trying to figure out if it's better to do it that Friday. People probably going to want to do what they want to do on Valentine's. So we kind of either going to do it the weekend before or that Saturday. But we don't know. Y'all definitely be looking out for that. But as far as music I've been listening to, um, nothing really came out like new, new recently. Uh, Jesus is King, Kanye West come out on Friday, though. Well, it came out already based on when we're going to post this. But Common's new album, Let Love. Mm. Um, Dope album. I definitely was. I've been vibing to that. That's like the only new album. 85 to Africa, Jadena. I've been rocking after that album. That, that, really? It's got that reggae vibe. Hey, one of my favorite songs on the um, album is Sufi Woman. And you know, it's crazy because we had that episode so, titled Sufi. So when I saw that, I was like, yo, that is crazy. I had never heard that word probably like really before, honestly, prior to the episode. It's just funny how stuff like that happened. But yeah, that's really. That's crazy. Um, shout out to Alla the Hardest, though. Yeah. Um, I ran into her. At this dope event, open bar music industry event that I would have never known about. She was doing her thing on the violin, and I was just happy that she even invited us to kind of be in the number. That's dope. It was hella people. Alexis Sky, my my girl crush, was there. Uh, you know, oh, that was the event y'all went to the station coach. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So yeah, I remember went. y'all mentioned some kind of way y'all end up at some event. Yeah, that was super cool. And um, based on what I've been listening to, it ain't really been nothing new. This Young Thug, though, so much fun. I heard heard a lot of good things about that album. It it got some bangers on there, for real. Then when I'm feeling ratchet, I got to listen to uh, Saucy Santana, Walk Him Like a Dog. Okay. I'm like, oh, my nigga right here should have been the second city girl. Like, (laughs) (laughs) he should have held it down while JT was out. And um, other than that, I've really been on some, like, old school, like, 90s to 2000s R&B. And vibes, okay. Super vibes. vibes. Like, vibing all the way out. And then, of course, my girl, Summer Walker. She's been having, vibes. you know, dropping stuff here and there. And I've, her voice is just angelic. Yeah. Anyhow. She definitely got the vibes. Yeah. So, that's that. Uh, social media, anything been popping off? Oh, what's on social media? I can't think of anything that's really been like really popping. Takashi Six Nine has been ratting out everybody. What do you feel about him snitching? I think that okay, based on street code, he definitely out of pocket. 
He not a street nigga. Right, exactly. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, they was using him as the financial, right? you know what I'm saying, person for it. So I think he just kind of got himself in a situation that a lot of times you do things, you don't really think out the consequences. If this goes down, what's going to happen? So now he's in a position to where he's kind of pinned to a wall and his only way out is to snitch on everybody. Sing like a bird. You know what I'm saying? So I think... You know, he's a young, talented dude. Um, I ain't really, I don't really listen to his music, but yeah. you know what I'm saying? I, I think it sucks for him because I can't imagine how life's going to be when he get out after all of this. Same, and I'm just like, I knew he was going to snitch, but I thought he was going to like maybe just write out one or two like big people mm-hmm. like that. These people are big enough to just get him off and close the whole case, but it's like, Oh, he's he's saying from the eagle <laughs> to the end. Yeah, that like he could name Cardi B, which right. I'm pretty sure Cardi is not doing any real ass gang affiliated ass shit at this right. point in her career. But either one or two things can happen in my eyes. He definitely gets out, and just we never hear from him again. Right, or. He takes life like a joke, like he's been taking life like a joke, and he come out and make music. And I still think kids and all of this. Oh, stuff, they definitely gonna listen to him. They and are he's still gonna sell out concerts. He still. Oh, gonna, he can't have no more concerts. Well, the thing <laughs> he just gonna have to have some super security. You know what I'm saying? He can't have no more concerts. <laughs> he just better be real careful when he get out because the streets. I won't is be tough. a fan at that concert. Oh no, I won't. <laughs> you know, tell him what's gonna happen when they gonna let. The fireworks out in that mug. So, um, yeah, man. I, hey, I just, I wish him the best, man. I don't wish death on nobody. I don't wish no bad vibes, regardless of what, on nobody. Um, but he might want to, he might want to close it up. Another thing that was in social media, too, this actually happened a few weeks ago, but people have been kind of giving their thoughts on it. Uh, Meg Thee Stallion got signed to Rock Nation. Okay, and a lot of people are saying that she sold herself. She, she's selling out. Because her mom died. Jay-Z, Jay-Z, you. <laughs> you are going to not only sign, but you're going to suck his dick, too. The fuck? Right. Yeah, I, I mean, that. as a woman. <laughs> yeah, I got you. <laughs> Y'all have fun with that. So, so This is the opportunity of her life. No, nah, for and sure. And Jay-Z is somebody that you don't have to really worry about fucking you over. Anybody who's been with Rock Nation Has is a solid Artist. I think it sucks that people fall into these opportunities because of their grind and people automatically result there to selling out. Selling out. You feel me? Like if you have never for one, because people say her mom died and all of a sudden now they say for one, if you never lost a parent, you might as well refrain from ever speaking that ever shit. Ever speaking out your, mouth. out your mouth because that type of pain is a different pain. You go through so many different and she phases. Still went hard. And she still went hard because that makes you want to go hard. It's like now you have a reason to. It's like, yo, I I wanted my mom to see this. So I gotta grind. I can't give up just because another another phase you go through is the questioning God phase. Like, God, what's up? I, if you say you love me unconditionally, why are you gonna take the person that I love unconditionally? You know what I'm saying? Like how how can I experience that kind of pain? Which is why even with Kanye West, that's why I really rock with Kanye West because I'm not holding him to how he felt. This man, he definitely probably went through something. I'm 
praying that, you know, it don't come back on us in five years and this man just really be somebody totally different. But that type of pain, this could literally be his healing process. You feel me? And I'm, all I can do is touch and agree that this is his healing process and we just move on from that. But I definitely don't think it's fair for people to put in the work that they put in to be the artist that they are and they get discredited because they selling out. That's wild to me. Even, you know, they say Beyonce. Yeah, she that's ghetto as fuck. Yeah, it's ghetto. <laughs> it is ghetto. <laughs> so, yeah. Half of the people saying that. Ain't got work, nothing going on. Going to work at McDonald's and Julius Caesar and <laughs> exactly. where, wherever else. And they can't get their mixtape out their grandma's basement. You feel so. me? So, yeah, just wanted to bring that up. That was the point. That actually kind of leads into somebody had a question for us. Um, yeah, definitely. So, um, shout out to my boy, Tony Fresh. Um, I shouted him out last week because he does have that A&M homecoming apparel. Woo, woo, woo. By the time y'all listen to this, it's homecoming week. It's homecoming hey, week. Hey. We don't turn up, turn go up. to class and we don't go to sleep. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, yo, homecomings be lit. I don't care what school you went to. If you, yeah. your homecoming wasn't lit, you was definitely at a wax school. Yeah, so I'm super excited. I'm about to be hitting the road to go to homecoming. My first homecoming that I will be attending as alumna. Okay. Okay, your girl got that Okay, paper. got that degree. But anywho, back to the question. This is pretty deep while I just kind of turned up before it. <laughs> but um, he asked, is there an expiration date with placing blame on your past or upbringing? So basically, pretty much like we let a lot of people slide or we let ourselves slide Thanks. with a lot of stuff and blame it on, well, my mom or my daddy didn't do this for me or this is how I was raised or this person wasn't around or my grandmama this, that. And it's like, okay, when are we gonna stop making excuses? Because there is definitely a time to be understanding and to have sympathy and empathy for people, but you cannot make that become a crutch. Thanks. Um, prime example and this is probably like my first time sharing this like for real for real. I was actually ashamed of this for a while because it was like there's something black people don't do which I suggest that if you in this depressed state or anything um, I used to go to therapy I actually stopped like a year ago but so really quick when you first told me that you um, used to go to therapy mm -hmm. I didn't say it because you were like rolling with talking, mm -hmm. but in my head I was like, "That's pretty awesome." Yeah, nah. And, and when I and tell y'all, I'm so glad that now is a time where maybe five years ago you would have told me that, and I'd have been like, "Think of what? This nigga it off, or this he's crazy." <laughs> yeah. But okay, go ahead. But I, and really, the only reason why I went though is because you go to these sessions at work, and they're like, "Hey, if you ever need to talk to somebody, you have this hotline." So one day I was just like. I wasn't feeling life. I, I wasn't on no suicidal shit, but um, it was just like, yo, what is happening right now? Like, you know, your family give you the advice that's like, uh, it's kind of surface because it's like, you know, you ain't really feeling. So something told me to call this line. The, the line set me up with this lady. And the most amazing thing about it is she gave me an unbiased statistical approach to life, which... We don't often do. 
Um, most of the time we get advice from people we know. Like I said, your family, they're going to give you advice based on what they think. Family's going to always tell you to move back home. <laughs> you just need to come yeah, on. You just need to come. That's the solution. You just, <laughs> you just need to come on back on. You're doing too much, and it's like no. You know, I got something I'm rocking with here. So I start. I actually stopped going. I I was going for three years, and I was just going once a month. Uh, when I sat down with the lady, uh, you know, therapist, they charge a lot, but she she gave she had like a pro bono thing, and she gave it to me. She's like, I'm gonna let you come as long as I wasn't messing up. I actually had to stop going because I started showing up late, and she was like, All right, now you. But I started... Started I'm, being a nigga once he started back feeling good. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? But I used to talk to him when I first went. I lost my dad when I was 16. And my mom always told me to go talk to somebody about it. And I never would. Like, I just never wanted to talk to anybody. So, went to therapy. And I spent weeks talking about it to her. And all of my decisions were blamed on, Oh, I don't got my dad here. I'm missing this. So, I'm doing this. I mean, she... Asked me a real question one day, a few weeks after going, and she said, how long are, are you going to use that as an excuse? And it was an awkward silence. I, I almost felt disrespected. Like, how dare you question right. my it's emotions? My <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And you call it an excuse. An excuse, you feel me? But it's crazy because I went home and... I thought about that joint the rest of my day. I didn't have a uh, I didn't have a job at the time, but I wasn't like homeless or broke or none of that either. I made a decision to leave my full time job. But that night, I cried. Mind you, my pops died when I was sixteen, and I hadn't really. I felt like I was emotionless for years after that. So this night in particular, I was on. I was sleeping on somebody's couch, and I cried that night. I didn't tell nobody. I was just like boohoo, cried like this nigga had just died, and. The next day I woke up and I was like, okay, now you got to figure out what's up. You know, now you got to, you know, get on your feet. And I'm not sure exactly what I did, but I had to realize that I had to put an expiration date on using this as an excuse because this was becoming toxic for me. Like I'm blaming some of the decisions that I'm making. Oh, I'm smoking as much as I do because I'm sad. Nigga, that happened when you were 16 years old. You are a grown-ass man now, you feel me? So I really had to pull my pants up, put on my big boy pants, and figure it out. So I definitely think it, it's an expiration date because not only is it toxic for you, it can be very toxic to the people around you because they they aren't quite understanding. I was the, I'm the youngest of five, so of course my dad's death affected me. Probably more than my brothers and sisters, but I can't take away. Because you was the baby. Because I was the baby. And you feel like they got more time on him. Exactly. And I was I was like, yo, I still had two more years in high school, like a two and a, and a half years. And it's like, my adult life, my dad wasn't able to give me this advice. I can say, though, I felt like God allowed him to equip me with everything I needed to up until 16. I say up until 21, you know, but after then, it was just like I'm out here fending for myself. And I had to, you know, thankfully with the ther the help of the therapist, man, she was a great therapist. I will say, like I said, she gave me that unbiased, you know, a statistic. So she gave me facts and she really helped me out with a lot. And I feel like that's what has me to this place that I'm at now. Just like, okay, I'm on some peaceful ass shit nowadays. So just to kind of piggyback off of what she says, like about how the therapist was giving you straight facts. It's something that we do in the black community because we, and I think it stems back to like slavery and stuff. Yeah. We never had no one to feel bad for us. 
Right. We never had after you after you got your ass beat after working in the cotton field. All we had was our family, the people we was around yeah. to to lean on, encourage you, and encourage on, you. Yeah. So when bad stuff happens to us now, our mind is programmed to coddle to yeah to get over it. You're gonna so, be all right. You're gonna, you're gonna be, be all right. But I understand where you're coming right. from, or or you can keep feeling this way, or yeah, that's fucked up what you did. But we got to get to a point where we're realizing that we are holding ourselves back from being great. And we're holding other people back from being great by like, because Travis, if today you would have came and said, Morgan, I just, I miss my dad so much. And I don't think I can go to this job interview tomorrow or something because I just can't shake this feeling I got. The first thing I would be like. Well, I understand, like, that's your right. dad, or, I mean, I do want you to go to the interview, but if you need to, like, you know, right. I don't know, you just think about, like, oh, my God, that's such a bad situation, let me try to comfort him through this. Right. So, that's something we gotta do. saying? To. Shake that off, man. Yeah, you need like, to go to that interview, you trying to You don't want to be, you like, fuck me? your dad, or nothing like exactly. that, or make it, like how you said, you felt like the lady kind of disrespected you Yeah, exactly. But it was no it disrespect. It was no disrespect at all, you know, and what's funny is, too, like, even, even during that phase, I felt, even now, like, I, I used to have a hard time giving people advice, so a person... My, somebody in my group, one of their aunts or something might die. And it's like, oh, I can't come to rehearsal. I can't do this. So I can't, man. I don't want to do that show, man. I'm sad. I used to be like, I used to feel heartless because I used to be like, My daddy died. Nigga, my daddy died, bro. I got over that. You going to be straight. This is your aunt. You still got both of your parents? Yeah. Oh, okay. You need to bring your ass to rehearsal. And I used to, I had to cut back on that because it was like, I don't want people to feel like I didn't show sympathy or empathize with them. But at the same time, it was just like, it's a happy medium. It is. Everything. It is. And, and you have to realize, and I will say this from, from losing a parent, you know, anybody out there that may be going through something similar to this coming from somebody that actually lost a parent, I can promise you, you're going to get over it. I can prom not necessarily get over it. You'll get through it. Right. And Life can still be great. You know, I got memories of like, shoot, I still have dreams about my pops. And it's like sometimes God will give me that comfort in a moment. It's like some, my dreams about my dad be so realistic. It's like it ain't even scary to me no more. It's like I wake up and I'm like, oh, man, my dad proud of me. You know what I'm saying? So it's a good feeling. You'll definitely get through it. I'm not saying I, I wouldn't necessarily say I'm over. I miss my I miss that nigga every day. I miss that nigga. You know, <laughs> right? I miss that nigga every day. But. It, I, I got through it, and it made me the man that I am today because my dad was very strict, and my dad was very, he, like most parents, they want exactly what they want for you versus what God wants you to have, and I think that can sometimes affect how a person is raised in general, so right. you got to be careful about stuff like so, that. So, on the other side of things, I've kind of been in a situation being someone who's dated a man who, um, and I've never really talked about this either. Um, his mother, like, pretty much abandoned him when he was a baby. Mm -hmm. And his grandmother raised him. He told me that story, you know, a few times. Well, actually, maybe only once. Mm -hmm. But that's such a huge thing that happened to someone that I internalized that hurt. Yeah. So it's like everything that he did wrong. If he didn't want to commit to me, if he didn't want to say I love you, if he wasn't treating me exactly how I felt I should be treated, I blew it off 
in regards to how could he ever like fully love me um and the one woman who's supposed to love you unconditionally gave him up right so i was letting him hurt me based off of his hurt even though i never i never said anything to him about it but i let so much stuff slide that I shouldn't have. And this right. was a grown ass man. And I was I was way younger than him. So at the same time, if this was me today, it would be an expiration date. And it would verbally be said, I know it's some things you need to work on. Right. And maybe you should be going to see a therapist. But what we're not gonna do is you're not gonna hurt me. And I'm not gonna let you continue yeah. to hurt me. That's real. We're going to have to realize that I cannot keep giving you an abundance of love and trying to fill that void for you just for you to, no matter how much I do, how much love I shower you in, you still think, oh, well, bitches ain't shit. My own mama fucking left me. Right. That's toxic, though. Wow. It's toxic. That is so toxic. And you think in your because head you're doing now your relationship something. is based off of that pain, yo. That is wow. And in your head, you're thinking you're doing a good service. Like, oh, I'm just going to give him everything that I got right. to show him. That I love I him. I love him. him. But you cannot. But you can't to a person who will never make receive it. You can make up years of life that he them years of that love that he missed it's no way you can and, and as him being a grown man one day he is gonna get to a point where he settles with it and forgives that nigga need to go to therapy he do for real he like do. and not even on no like ha ha you gonna like no because you have to talk that pain out yo like you you have to verbally talk yourself actually it's crazy if you talk yourself through it you'll realize how crazy that you, you sound, sound. <laughs> you know what I'm saying it's like Yo, you got to get over it. So. And I used to hear him saying, like, I see my friends have kids. They're beautiful. I see my friends being healthy relationships, but I just don't see that for me. And yeah. I, what is that to say that to somebody sitting next to you who's literally pouring out every ounce of love in their body to you? Wow, yo. Yeah, so... It's time for black people to rise up Real as a talk whole. and get out of that pain and stop living in that pain and stop, you know. We are strong people. We know we can what? survive exactly. with the pain. But Good. guess what? Slaves went through it. We they survived it. We don't have to, yo. We can literally, like, like you said, we just got to rise up, yo. We got to stop, you know, pulling each other down. You know, we got to stop using each other as ladders. It's like we want to tear each other down to build ourselves up. That's not doing anything for us mentally. Like, we literally have to be there for each other and push each other. Keep it real with each other, man. Be be real with your friends, your family, your homies. Even if you got to be the only one that's letting them know, like, yo, I'm with you. You know, one of my homies called me one time and was like, yo, I'm about to leave the country, bro. I'm just going to leave. I'm like... What? what is that going to do? What's your plan? Because them same pain <laughs> and hurt is going to manifest plan? in that. Exactly. So, yeah, we just have to really, yeah, we got to change the game, man, how we view life in general. You know, I, I even, I work with a lot of white people and I see how they respond to situations versus how black people respond. And it's crazy. Like, I think it's it's not really like a happy medium because they view life totally different from us because they don't have to have any worries. Exactly. And that's exactly how they live their life. It's it's crazy cuz like a white person can come say something to me at work and a black person can say it, but I'm going to respond to that black person and check them. 
But the white person can get a pass because, oh, that's just how they are. But it's almost like a blissful ignorance they yeah, have. Exactly. So we give them that, we give them that pass. But the the positive in that is how they view life in general. They aren't as emotionally attached to their words as as black people are. Like I might look at you and say, "Yeah, now nah, I don't I don't really agree with you on that." First thing black people think, "Oh, you hating or you this you that." Versus we're always in defense. Always in defense, you know what I'm saying? Versus just taking it for what it is. Like, okay, you know, maybe that is the case. So, well, we got about stuff. 15 minutes here. We done got real deep on this episode. We did. <laughs> I, I like it though. Yeah, no, um, motivate you. Yeah, you know, we gotta. We be talking so much junk and clowning around, man. I think it's important for us every now and then to just tune sp- in, spit some real life. Yeah. So let's get into these Instagram questions. questions of the week. You want to do yours first or what are we doing? I can do mine. So, my Instagram question for this week was, you, your partner is lazy, they lack motivation, but you see so much potential in them. What do you do? Well... I did answer your question. You did. And I actually was sitting at the bar answering it and wishing I had so many more characters. Yeah, because it only gives yeah. you a few. <laughs> but um, that happens. I feel like that happens to a women lot. a lot. Um, it can happen to women and men. Mm-hmm. But I guess because I'm a mostly, woman. Mostly women, though, I will say. Okay. Because it's, you don't find too many. Honestly, I respect women. That's why I think God made men and women to be together. Like That's why it's meant to be because... Well, I don't pick these. I, I'm very well. Go ahead and explain. Yeah. Okay, sure. <laughs> I don't know if I'm particularly about who I pick because I kind of need somebody that's got something going on because they're gonna constantly feel like, dang, I ain't nothing because this nigga so on his shit. You know what I'm saying? So, right. So I definitely have been with people that I feel aren't as motivated as me, and my mechanism to helping people get motivated is I get even more motivated right. myself. And it's like, oh, dang, my girl doing this, this, that, that, that. Mm-hmm. Well, well, what am I doing? And um, I think that's an awesome trickle effect, effect because if somebody is really tuned in with you and loves you and loves being around you, they are going to grasp onto some of your characteristics. Thanks. Thanks. And it might not be at the same level or at the same pace as you, but as long as you see that person putting in and, and chipping away at more stuff, now you can do that same approach and whoever you're fucking with still might be unmotivated. And every, like I said, everybody don't move at the same pace as you, but I would not go in a relationship past a year where somebody doesn't pick Especially it up. Especially they're not making any progress at and all. get it together. <laughs> at all. A little progress, that's, you know, that's something to keep pushing on. But no progress, no. Because I'm not a no progress ass bitch. Right. So I'm definitely not settling for no no prog- progress ass nigga. Thanks. I'm with so, it. I'm with it. I say this all the time, almost daily. I need to be a rich, a millionaire, wealthy in the next five years. Okay, so five years. Every day I am thinking about 
what, what can avenue? I do? Yes. What is next? <laughs> My 401k, can I go above and beyond? Is that smart? Should I be opening a Roth IRA? So just over the next 30 years, even when I am a millionaire, the millions can be billions. Right. Like every day I'm thinking of something I can do today. And that's why this podcast is even here. Real talk. Real talk. Okay, I'm sorry. I no, you're good. Hey, we, <laughs> we done been giving the people gems left and right today. But some of the responses were, keep pushing. Um, I, I'm with Mo on that. I, I feel like it's a certain window that you have to allow because... Yo, after so you long, you would hate for they're unmotivated to rub off, to on, rub you. off on you. And this is that's what some of the answers people say. I try try to help motivate them. After that, anything else is a waste of time. I'm out. Motivate and push, but you can only help people that really want to succeed. This was your answer. You just expect. Oh, uh, you just explain. I know somebody else said, "Tell them, show them you believe in them by taking steps to help them see what you see." That's fine. I totally agree with that as well. But again, it goes back to they have to want it for themselves or you're going to find yourself draining your energy on what you need to be doing for yourself, pulling them along. And I want to piggyback and just say actions and words are two different things. People can tell you what they want to do and what they're going to do all day. But until you see a plan, or a formula. You can you can tell me this is what you want to be, but if you sleeping in at five o'clock every freaking right, day, right? You, yeah, you're not you're not putting forth no action to get to that point. You know what I'm saying? And somebody else said, um, "Been there, done that. They gotta go. It's above me. It's nothing I can do. It's above me. Now. Look, it's above me now. So you just gotta be careful. Not only even with partners. That's so important. It goes friends. back to friends and the people you hang out with. Birds of a feather flock together. Ooh, so. Child. Listen, the last thing you want is some lazy people around you. Are, listen, going to dinner by yourself is not as fun as going to dinner with a group of people that you rock with, that you're going to laugh with, that you're going to be able to drink with. Invite your friends to the table. Get your friends a seat at the table. Make them reserve their spot at the table. The only way they can get there and pay for their own food is to be on the level that you own. The last thing you want is a bunch of people there that you got to pay for. Mm-hmm. And it's coming out of your pocket. No, put them on game so that they can pay for their own food and they can host the next dinner. They can host the next party. They can host the next, you know, big event. Because that's the kind of stuff I want to have. I, Same. I want you themed so parties. You know what I'm saying? I want themed parties at the crib. I want cookouts all summer. I want. And I want it to be all of our friends. I want it to be going from house to house. Like, oh, they having these parties. That's just a good life, man. So that's my question. What you got, Mo? So, my question was, I pulled it up and then got, like, sidetracked. Your question was in regards to something, IG. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Thirsty. Is it disrespectful to your partner to comment slash be thirsty under an IG post? Most definitely. Absolutely. <laughs> because I'm going to tell you, I'm a guy. And how I think about stuff is, and most guys, this is just how we think. If she's giving me that much of herself, a like every now and then is cool. Don't be liking all this nigga's pics. Don't, because if you're in a full relationship, why do you got to like everyone? You, this, you, in, in my head, I got a chance with you. Liking can be literally second nature. Commenting, I can understand that being taken too far. Um, in the situation I'm in now, we do comment, but 
it better not be nobody that either one of us really has access to. I so, said I, that that was a part of my answer when I typed it up. Um, that if they have access to this person, no, nah, you got to dead that because if y'all ever see each other out finally, and it's like, oh, right, it's a vibe already. It's a vibe already. You don't know what what could have happened in your home and relationship around that time to just invite that person in. Yeah. Like, I just feel like you got to be even careful with likes, man. Because some people really, really pay attention to that stuff. Like, and you don't want—I don't want anybody thinking that they got they can stand a chance with my girl, right? You know, although I'm single at the moment, I don't want anybody you can't put that shit out there, <laughs> crap. You know, at the I'm moment, again. you feel me? <laughs> <laughs> I knew at some point I was going to have to make this announcement and talk about my relationship on the podcast. Yeah, it is what it is. So, yeah, I feel like I don't want anybody <laughs> thinking that they have a chance with my girl. Straight up. So, some of my responses were, nah, it's not disrespectful unless the actions start taking place outside of IG. Which, like we said, eh... Um, that is fuel for the action. It is exactly. Um, a simple like will suffice. Keep your comments to yourself. I'll give you a like. I'll, I'll say give that. you that. I'll yeah. give you a like. Because if, if somebody is nice and your eyes are attracted to a double tap, now don't be going through every single double tapping in a row. Don't do that because back. now that means I got to slide in your DMs yep. and I got to get your number and we got to go on a date. And we got to have sex. <laughs> And we gonna have sex, right? And now we're here. All off of a like. Of five likes in that case. So my boy Aubrey said it depends on access. She could be thirsty for the rock, but not for Jamal across town. Okay. Which I feel that because um, I actually that was a part of my answer picture too. of... Um, I give you celebrities. This girl... I guess she used to go by Cocaine Lorraine, but now she's... Oh, she was thick as all I know. Now she's Lorraine Woo! SD. That's somebody that me and, and my partner personally both thirst over. Okay. But got Reason. to know... <clears throat> <laughs> 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 I, don't, I don't know. Um, but anywho... Eat that box, Mo. But anywho, <laughs> I say if Keisha down the street got this same exact features as Cocaine Lorraine, I don't give a fuck how cute, how thick, how light skinned, how pretty hair this bitch is. You bet not. You bet not show her. Like, it's when we done or if we ever done or before us, you could have did all of that. But, but when you commit to me, that's dead. Um, a lot of women are just saying it's disrespectful, period, all of this stuff. You know, most of the comments was around the same, but the reason I even picked this question is because Rihanna made a post on IG laying on the bed, like, with her booty out, and Chris Brown commented under the post and, and said... Oh, he wished he was the lamp. He wished he was the lamp, because it was a little lamp on the nightstand. So... Chris Brown all over the place. I said, my boy crazy, but he's he all so over funny. the place. Um, but then after that, they posted him. His, his girlfriend girl, yeah. posted a picture, and it was some in the comments of he was like, "I'll eat you up" or something. Something. I think when it, I think when it comes down to that though, you got to protect the image of your partner. You feel you me? Do. I think that's what's important. That's why I comment only, and doing all the extra stuff. The only problem. thing that makes it kind of weird is because I don't think I think Chris Brown and Rihanna will always have a certain place for each other but they know they could never 
do that shit. You think again. she feel like that? I, I think. Well, I definitely think I, she feels I, like I, that. I can see that. I can people see that. have done horrible things to people, and you still. And he didn't just do that just because. Yeah. They obviously were in a in a heated situation. Yeah. Not that it's an excuse for anything. Right. But, um, no, you can't put your hand on women. I'm thinking like if if my nigga want to be Rihanna Lamp. I can't even fault him. Like, Rihanna is, like, the most sought-after woman. But with his background with Rihanna... He has he you, has access to her. You are not about to do that. You have been exactly. in her <laughs> Right. Like... You definitely can't. Nah, you can't be doing all that on no X page. Now, and that's for sure. Past, anybody that you done messed around with in the past, honestly... I feel dead. like it's dead. It's dead. You gotta let it. I don't even want you responding to they DM saying thank you. Dead. Dead. The fuck. Listen. Serious. Don't even. You ain't even see it. Don't even leave them on scene because you ain't see it. See it in the little thing. Yeah. Leave Just it. imagine what a, the rest of you that. Feel me? Like. You good on it? You gotta move on because it's like subconsciously you just you it, it, it's giving you unnecessary thoughts. I ain't with it. I ain't with it. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Well, I ain't with it. That was the questions. Um, just before we get out of here today, I just want to say shout out to everybody who listens and supports us. We got some good stuff coming up soon. For sure. And We're about to really step it up a notch. I'm telling y'all that right now. So In y'all just need to get quarter, ready. Get ready. Buckle hey. up tight. Yes, yes. Because this is a black ass podcast that can help <laughs> your black ass business help you as a person you have to tell people you have to support people because especially the people who are rocking with us right now our consistent listeners we know who y'all are for sure we can see and if if we ever if we ever get to a point where we can do something that can make a difference in y'all's lives or y'all's businesses we want to do that because us meeting up every week is not for fun right we, we don't want to come every week, but we love dropping these gems. We love meeting new people. We love getting these topics off. And and we want to do it so that we can give back. And and we that t- we those type of people, me and Mo. Let's just, just think let's about just you is. just going home and pressing play. Right. That's respect. That's love. It's we a, appreciate yeah, that. We appreciate that. We owe y'all one though. And we going to have something soon. And if anybody know Mo, anybody know me, you already know. It's good times, good vibes around us. And that's the same type of vibe we want to create with Motivate TL and the things that we got on the horizon. So y'all make sure y'all stay tuned. We're going to put the winner of the don't even say it let's just do it when we do it thanks all right you'll see soon another episode appreciate y'all for tuning in thank y'all so much we out of this thing bye